<laughs> and it's another episode of the Hats Off, Gloves Off podcast. I feel st- still feel like I'm uh, I'm not so hot, but we're rolling. I, I trust the, the eight employees we have working over there in the booth aggressively to, to make sure the post-production goes out properly. And uh, we thank them for it. And they're all patriots. They all support the troops. Right, Spencer? I believe so, yeah. Hey, Spencer Callender's here. And they're Callender's also on here. Patreon, too. Oh, hey. hey, They're all on Patreon. Support our, our producers on Patreon. Uh, I'm here with Spencer Callender. That was his voice. Hello, as people. Always. As always. Welcome to Hats Off, Gloves Off. We are live from the bunker. You might hear some ambiance. You might hear some, some birds chirping. You might hear some torture. That's the ambiance of a bunker. You know what I'm saying? An AC unit, a, uh, a maybe a, a jackal running wild that we brought in for, for various interrogation techniques. You never know. But uh, what we do is we get straight into it. We go at the people who deserve it, and we give a little, a little handshake and, a, and some laurels and maybe an olive branch to those who, who deserve a nice, a nice hand clap from a crowd. You know what I mean? Hats yeah. off, gloves off. Yeah, we like some people. We dislike some people. Things. I mean, last week I gave my hats off to a hose, so it doesn't, you know. Uh, doesn't yeah, yeah. A, a hose, you can't go wrong with. you got to give it a hose because nobody, nobody gives credit to a hose. You know what I mean? It's like a, like a bolt. Where would we be without bolts? Sure, yeah, yeah. Even you know washers. I mean? You don't I have mean, bolts. Yeah. You don't get Long Beach Harbor. You don't get the iron workers that put the bolts there. You don't get the economy. Read a book, America. Do you have anything that's that's sentimental or emotional or hot, topical? Oh, I have topical, for sure. Oh, let's go. You're first, then. Let's get it growing hot. Uh, well, it's not going to be a Segway City like last week, I feel, but I'm optimistic. Well, in my opinion, this is the news story I've uh, seen the most this past week. Not that the basketball guys won their basketball game. Not that the hockey people won their hockey game, but that Anthony Bourdain killed himself. Hats off to Anthony Bourdain's kids for uh, for having a really cool dad that they'll never get to know. <laughs> Does he have kids? Yeah, he's got like he's got at least two I've heard of. 13-year-old. And I think a, a, a younger son. Bomber. Bum dog At least he gets to watch a bunch of videos of being like, man, this is my dad eating all over the world. Am I in a single episode? No. Did he take me to Milan? No. Dude. Did he take me to the fanciest <laughs> sushi meal in the, in the top of a temple? No. And his kids are never going to be as cool as him because he's like that guy that's like the, the original hipster, like why New York was cool in the 70s and 80s, you know? Like he was just like working in... Like in a restaurant, but he knew the right people, so he's hanging out with like Warren Buffett and like cokehead stockbrokers and a stripper, and then like some guy that ran like Studio Fifty Four. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean he yeah he was able to get the youngsters, the oldsters, people just like he him. knows like w- like which subway <laughs> to entrance to go in in Tokyo to find like fucking Jiro from <laughs> Jiro Dreams of Sushi. He's just got like a cavalcade behind a a restroom where like it only seats four and you and the menu is set. You know? Yeah, he's got that. He's got, he's got those connections, but his kids are just going to be like, know him for like, yeah, well, my dad got kicked off the Travel Channel, and he said, fuck you, and just put the same show on CNN and renamed it. <laughs> it's kind of a bummer. It's like, yeah, you got a huge record, like more of a record of your dad than anybody else, but but it's just like, I'd rather have my fucking dad than him be a fucking yeah, TV Yeah, I'd rather star. him just take me to McDonald's. I don't care about this bougie food you're eating, Dad. Hey, make me some eggs. And I know it's a tough choice. A lot of people killed themselves in my family, but it is a choice. Read the myth of Sisyphus. It's a moral dilemma, and it's never correct. You scumbags, leave your kids behind. Was that a hats off or a gloves off? I forget. Yeah, I haven't even started. You're just <laughs> rambling about all these restaurants. Fucking Anthony Bourdain. Well, it, I was going to do a gloves off to Bourdain, but then I found out he died, so it changed to a hats off. Because, I mean, I enjoyed the, I enjoyed the show as much as the next guy, but... Uh, 
The reason I'm glad he's dead is because he's responsible for turning every hipster, douchebag, hand quote foodie around who all of a sudden is just so inspired by food and now they just want to travel all of a sudden take pictures of all their dumb food he's probably responsible for whole yeah but you took you were telling me about that fried chicken place last week that these fucking hipsters made the best goddamn fried chicken you've ever had in your life that food was delicious what does that have to do with it i guarantee bourdain was their fucking uh dave attell oh i don't think the hipsters actually make the chicken i think a genius old black man oh taught the hipsters the recipe Oh, now they're like the Oompa Loompas. You got some wicked man with a cane and a top hat out back barking orders. You're just showing them how to do it. But, yeah, so, I mean, hats off because hopefully people will quit taking pictures of their food that looks mediocre at best and call themselves foodies. Hats off to Anthony Bourdain. Whether you like it or not, he started a culture. And I'm not necessarily – he's one of the very few people in my life I have ever met that I like that had one earring. You know what I mean? He only had one earring? Yeah. Never mind. Gloves off to Bourdain. You son of a you bitch, do you're not going get down. To do the one earring. Yeah, you're hey, where you at now, Bourdain? Six inches, worm food. What are you gonna do about it? All right. <laughs> Anything else hot? Because mine is I don't know what else. Mine's just general. Things that have happened to me this week, but nothing nothing topical. Well, it doesn't have to be topical. I mean. No, I know, but it's easier to keep the emotions rolling, you know what I'm saying? Alright, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go first with uh it's because I got, I got three gloves off and two hats off. I'm going first with a gloves off, so I round it out. Uh, gloves off to the people that advertising works on. You know what I mean? Do you ever like watch a, a fucking a TV show, and these sons of bitches are like, the commercial is so absurd and like over the head, but it, like, it works, you know what I mean? I'm not talking about the guy that just like, drives past a Coke billboard, and then he's just like, two minutes later, he's just like, oh, I feel like having a Coke. You know what I mean? But he doesn't even realize why. Because that does happen. But these people that are like, uh, they're like, McDonald's is disgusting. And then they put like a black guy and a Chinese girl in the commercial. And they're like, oh, McDonald's is trying to kind of being chill now. They're like, we now have salads. Salads wasn't an addition to the menu item. That was an advertising ploy. And these people fucking fell for it. Hook, line, and sinker. You, you shake your salad in a cup. It's fun to shake. It's fun. It is fun to shake. But we had those in high school. You know what we had in high school? Fucking shitty, uh, like, French toast sticks that were soft and supple in some parts and then would crack your tooth in the other parts. It's not the part of a well-rounded diet. You shouldn't have salad in a cup, especially when most of the dressings are made out of fucking candy. Yeah. I, don't, I don't like those people. And I've, 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 I've fallen subtly victim to it. You know what I mean? But I feel like I've, I've, I've fallen more into, like, just the cultural programming. You know what I mean? What? I was taking a shit at a place I rented one time, and I was just sitting there taking a shit, and my phone died, so I'm just sitting there staring around the bathroom. I'm like, I should change the handles on the cupboards. I'm like, I'm fucking renting. Like, Home Depot, I probably saw a Home Depot commercial like six weeks ago. And then. Just inspired you? Yeah, and just we live in a consumerist culture in this fucking. What do they call it? What do they call it? The, uh, it starts with an M. The, uh, uh, we live in a metropolis? Sure. Yeah. That's not the one I was looking for, but I'm, I'm not going to stall on it too long. But, so everybody gets subject to getting tricked by it, but the people that get tricked by it. Like, like, go out of their way to get tricked by it. Like, you're not even being tricked by it. You're picking up on it and being like, this is, it's like, that. Uh, I guess it's like uh, virtue signalers. Those guys? Yeah, but doesn't a really good commercial make you want to buy their product if they're doing something cool or clever? Like, I, I'd take the bus here because I saw that Cars for Kid commercial so many times, I just gave my <laughs> car away. These little bastards with pink guitars. I think that's like a... a I might <laughs> call in if I'm wrong, but 
Jeremy, check the lines in case anybody calls in. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say I read somewhere that that's like a Hasidic scheme that started in like New Jersey, and there's just nothing it's a going Hasidic on. Hasidic scheme? It's like a pyramid scheme set up by a couple Hasidic guys. Isn't yeah, yeah. No, I'm sorry. That is correct. It's not a Hasidic scheme. It's just these two fucking dudes from North Jersey that are trying to run some type of like we buy your you, you're from LA like every, on every lamp post it's like we buy your house cheap yeah we, we buy ugly houses we yeah. Buy phone, yeah. <laughs> with a, a phone number that starts with 555 it's like I don't know yeah but cars for kids is different they gave them this garbage song made them go play fake instruments why would you want to donate your car to these kids these all look like bougie ass rich kids oh, for playing sure. cars for kids one eight seven seven cars for kids. And they do radio commercials, TV commercials. No, They're but I'm everywhere. saying there's. I I've bought things just because I like their advertising. You know what I mean? There's some clever shit out there, but I I, I appreciate that. But when it's like the Carl's Jr. commercial, it's just like a chick eating a, a fucking a cheeseburger on the hood of a car in a bikini. And you're just like, just like getting the fucking secret sauce off her cleavage. Yeah, those are the worst. Some guys like I feel like a double western bacon. You know what I mean? And then you go there, and it's just a bunch of diabetic fat ladies, bunch uh, of no hot girls, and, and wiping ketchup teenage off their dudes. Uh, a bunch of even even the hot teenage chicks don't have fucking like makeup on their face because they know they're gonna be standing next to a grill for six hours. Yeah. Gloves off. Hats off to advertising, but gloves off to the people that it fucking works on. <laughs> what else you got? I got a gloves off just for the Ooh. general court system. I think Where we're we going too far. Where? Well, I was, uh, I heard about a, a case, a rape case. Okay. So I'm getting, you know, it, it was a rape case. And the woman right. did not remember anything. Boner check, boner check. <laughs> Nothing? All right. That's semi. But the case, the, basically the gentleman who was being prosecuted for the, for the crime, the victim said his only thing she remembered is he was black and his penis was lighter than the rest of his body. <laughs> so they allowed him. Oh, let me be in that behind that mirror in that fucking lineup. No, it wasn't even a lineup. It was in court. One of the jurors even had to look away because she was so appalled. <laughs> but his reason for doing that is because he, and based on what I read, his penis was in fact darker than the rest of his body. Oh. So he's saying, hey, couldn't have been me. This rape was back in 2011. My dick is darker. And she said his dick was lighter. And they actually said... So she identified the guy without the dick, but she says to confirm, I need to see the composition between or the comparison between his dick and his. Well, it was, his it was it was his idea because he was saying. Oh, so she was accusing him, and he was like. And he was like, "No, my dick's darker than mine. Yeah. It's not lighter." But then, the uh, prosecution actually said, "This is not hard evidence," which I don't know if she realized it, if she was just being cute. But uh, this sounds like a clickbait article yeah. the way it's being said. But um, she also said this is definitely not. Hard evidence because he could have altered his pubes. Altered his pubes? Yeah. You know, like, you know, if you see, like, a girl wears her hair down and then she puts it up and you don't realize it's the same girl oh, kind of thing. Fucking son of a bitch. I can't believe these people. This. So they're letting this all this a, happen in court while some sweet We are the lady land of justice. Is this, is, this is where court happens. This is where we invented fucking. You got, you got the goddamn. Uh, Justification of law, peaceful transfer of power, due process, and then these scumbags come in, and the judge is like, "No, no, proceed. Take your fucking penis out of your trousers so, to not make a mockery of this fucking courtroom. Get the fuck out of here. I'm tired of, I'm tired of people thinking they're. This is like, this is Judge Judy culture. That's what, this is what. Yeah, this I is. think he was just. Yeah, is people was. thinking their own problems are official, 
And then this bitch, oh, cool, you got raped. But if, if you, you, you're, you're. Well, not <laughs> you're, cool. You're not opposing. Cool. Not cool. <laughs> not cool. I agree with that. But the level of, you like, you go about this the right way. You know what I mean? Was this was it a vicious like he dragged her to an alley and there's no other way to identify him other than his penis? I no, I think it was just a long time ago. But the judge was not convinced by the penis. That's not evidence. If I if I rape somebody, it's like when a when a guy when a guy when he commits like a bank robbery and he's got to go on the lamb, and he like grows a beard and dyes his hair blonde and everything. This guy just beats off aggressively for 70 years. To darken it? So, so he gets like a bend in it. And it's it's like, a, oh, yeah, well, you're left with a fucking, it looks like a pistol grip of a handgun, but that's that's not the penis. So who knows? I don't He may be guilty, but, yeah, he could just, yeah, he could just be painting it or just aggressively tanning outside. Aggressively? He's got like one of those. Everything out, he's covered in every other way, but he just puts his penis out so the sun will darken it. He's got one of those work. like '90s like uh, hot chick fucking sun visors. It looks like one of those things. What are those things called? The sun reflectors? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the, like old guys. <laughs> just, but he's got like a, it's like built up like a dog's neck funnel to yeah. <laughs> just around his fucking cock. Just so it can get really dark. Uh, well, in fact, the court will note that uh, Mr. Anderson's penis is darker than uh, Miss Simmons has alleged. Oh, fuck. Fuck everybody in that story. Oh, my God. That's absurd. All right. I'm going back to hats off. Or first hats off of the episode. Great customer service representatives. Hats off to you, you sons of bitches. I cannot get enough. I don't know what's happening. News break. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Customer service representatives. Like, America, that is what we're known for is a customer service. Like, people don't understand that. Like, you even, like, talk to, like, people from Europe or Asia and this and that. It's like, like, they at least, like, buy goods from us or they have to, like, get American media or, like, this and that. And then we've got to communicate with Americans. And everybody is, they're like, like, a, a Yemenese guy be like, American booms killed my father in 2007. But I love Rachel from Friends. You know what I mean? So they're like, yeah. it's like, you're stuck with. You can have your problems with the CIA. You can have your problems with like the economy, military-industrial complex as a whole. Fucking, <laughs> just uh, cancerous goods. Think we're all fat, slovenous, fucking idiots. But everybody, a lauds, lauds, a lauds, a lauds. Our uh, our customer service. Customer service is amazing in America. Nope. It's and that's that's why India took over. It's because they replicated it and made it even better. They they put it into a format. And that's why everybody you talk to is in India now. But before that, people come to American hotels. They're like, oh, my God, the hotel clerk was so nice. It's like, you know, you go to Europe, you can get some professional shit if you go to the right place. But it's like you, you it's like when you come to a big city here. You know what I mean? Like, you go to a Best Western up in, uh, you know, an hour and a half outside of Los Angeles. You, you might get a friendly fellow. But you come to, lot, like, you come to stay at one of these hotels on the Strip, he's like, all right, no, call to check only. Something with your name on it, and I need an ID. And I was just like, all right. It was like, there's no please, no thank you, no welcome to the courtyard Marriott Sunset. I've never seen it, the Sunset Courtyard. I don't, th I don't know if there is one, if I'm being honest. Call that in. checks. Call in if you have access to Google Maps and let us know. It's got to be in West Hollywood. I don't, I don't think know. I've ever seen a hotel in Hollywood. There's one. There's two across oh, the yeah, street. Yeah. There's literally. No, but they, in Hollywood, they all look like a, it's just like a driveway. That's like gated in, or yeah, well, yeah, that's because yeah, they're or it looks like the Flintstones house, and all the all the apartments are on the top. That's where a lot of the tweakers go, the motels across the street, 
Then you got the, yeah, you got to. No, I'm talking about that chic joint. I forget what it's called. Look up uh, whatever look up whatever hotel is across from uh, Sunset uh, Grill. Sunset Grill next to Guitar Center. That hotel next to it, like that fancy car dealer, those dudes are balling out. Oh, I know what you're talking about. You got any? You got, has a big M on it. Anyway, this you got is, any take on customer service? Yeah, I love customer service. I've had good customer service. Yeah, good customer service is the best. I mean, good. You, you just get like a waiter who has a couple jokes that are decent. Who he probably has said it to fifty Don't tables care. already. Don't care. And you're like, it's the first time to me. We love it. Yeah. Don't you got, care. See, I, I work in customer service. Like, well, give people booze, but. Um, <laughs> And I don't even do my good shit for if I don't like you, I'll be I'll be a very good server, I'll give you your drink. But the best is when you just get real with people. Oh you know, yeah, yeah. You're ever just like talking to the dude who's showing you where stuff is at the Home Depot and he starts talking about all these mushroom trips and you're like, Holy shit, we broke down. He knows <laughs> that I'm cool and I'm not gonna rat him out or give him a bad yelp review for talking about inappropriate <laughs> shit. Well he needs a break, he's working at Home Depot. But then we have creepy companies who will try to do the good customer service thing. That's what I'm saying. When it's they'll formulated, they'll go insane. Where like there was a point where I was at a Wells Fargo and I had about 19 people greet me and everyone saying hello and it was like, oh, they're just forcing you to do this. this yeah. You have no customer service skills. You're just reciting a creepy ass script. Yeah. Like if you ever rent a car. Yeah, yeah. The way it's like, it's like, and as the, and now is there anything else we can do for you? When they say like weird, like you're like that was scripted. Like you've been saying that for six months, and that was in the training manual. It's like, and now is there anything else we can provide for you? Like when you walk into those companies and they've got like a, a like a, a like a placemat next to the register, it's like we do not say no. Uh, that is not my job. It does not exist in this company. Yeah. How can we help you? Start with a hello, like shit like that. You're like, this should be in the break room at best. It shouldn't exist because we should have good parents that raise fucking normal people. Yeah, you, everyone knows what it's just being nice to people in a work environment. But America used to. My thing is, my point is that we're losing this goddamn this luster, this this the charisma of America, the traveling salesman, the some places, the grifter. That you the, the, you know what I mean. Now it's everybody's just like you have to be taught how to be a good like customer service. You know what I mean? Well, some people are naturally good at it. Like uh, I just got some of that uh, some of that juicy Obamacare. Ooh. And so I'm now represented by Kaiser for my insurance. And those people are unreal at customer service. When I talk to them on the phone, yeah. boom. And it's all genuine. It's all Kaiser good. Aetna? They'll give you what you can. That's what I got. And then once I'm in there, that hospital is the most efficient thing ever. It's like, go here, your prescription here, go over here. Oh, you want some coffee? No, I'm good. All right. Yeah, everyone. Because it's private. Everyone. So is they get paid by the minute it. as opposed to like the contract. Yeah, they do make a lot of money at Kaiser. It's like, you remember the. I don't. I wasn't this, but I wasn't there, but my dad uh, will tell me about the. Uh, the 94 Northridge quake, the 514 interchange in Los Angeles, uh, north of the valley, completely collapsed. And normally, like, the, uh, so uh, for reference, I take the 170 every day. And the 170, when you go, it's the 101 turns into the 170 to connect to the 5. For, uh, for uh, <laughs> you, you uh, Los for Angeles you freeway out there. Geography for all you freeway heads. But where the 170 turns into the 5, they've been working on that for seven years no, no, fuck. Since my dad got fired, nine, 12 years? Not 12 years. He, his dad did not have my dad customer used to, service. No, and my, he got my, canned. my dad, they moved. He used to work for this oil company and they moved it because they got bought out by the city. They were like basically like fielding them offers and they kept saying no until they're like, well, this is the final offer. Now you have to leave because we're building a freeway because everybody else left. And then they've been working on that since. It's still not done, the, the 5170 interchange. But when the 94 earthquake happened, 
the government incentivized. They're like, for every day you finish early, everybody oh, yeah. gets a bonus. They gave them like a nine-month estimate, and they did it in like three weeks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's just like, yeah. go fuck yourself, you sons of bitches. Money is a great motivator. I'll tell you that much. That's a great uh, Las Vegas story I've heard recently. I forget where, but uh, it's like a great Las Vegas anecdote is uh, this big casino manager is hiring a bartender. And he goes, all right, last question at the interview. Are you, uh, are you ever going to steal from me? And the bartender says, well, not if you don't make me. You know what I mean? Where it's just like, yeah, everybody wants to make the world go around, but what can I get from me? What's for daddy? You know what I'm saying? What's for they? All right, I'm done with it. Customer service is great. If you work in any facet of the service industry, the retail industry, uh, answering phones or anything, just be ready for me to lay it down real because I've gotten real tired of your bullshit in the 21st century age. Everybody's mad about talking to these fucking robots. When, in fact, the robots exist because you're so fucking hard to handle and because you can't settle some shit, some problem you got with your dad, so you're going to be a bitch to me when I'm just trying to hook up my dish network. Yeah, all you girls with daddy issues or boys with daddy issues. Become a stripper. That you're the reason robots are taking over. <laughs> you sons of bitches. Ask for $15 an hour, McDonald's. Now you a robot. Now you a robot now. Yeah, and then they just did a study, too, um, that apparently you naturally order more food when you use a kiosk rather yeah. than a person so it's like oh even better we're gonna mm -hmm. save a bunch of money and these dummies are gonna spend more oh they don't give a shit because people are so socially awkward now they're like i'd rather not talk to people i'd rather go to like the kiosk where it's like i want to interact with people you know i've got my moods and i get kind of like introverted but for the most part i'm like i'm on it you know what i mean i'd like to be like oh what do you got here uh burgers burgers tacos Anything you got anything without beans on it? Stuff like that. Just yes. like when you're in the middle of nowhere. So asking questions at uh No, just yeah, but that's like you go to Carl's Jr., you know what the fuck they got. You guys have enchiladas. Like it's just fun. It just like and then you're like, ah, I'm just fucking with you, man. And then it it starts a oh, fun shit, interaction. You do. This is a Carl's Jr. green burrito combo. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> son of a bitch, they got me. It does Hardy's have green burrito combos? Call in, folks. Midwest and Southerners, call in. Does Hardy's have green burritos? No, they just, they call it cheese quesadillas because they're in the Midwest. So. I'm just letting you know, I'm fucking three incidents away from, like, whether it's talking to somebody on the phone or somebody, I'm trying to, like, do you guys have this in a medium or, like, trying to get shoes and, like, can I get this in, like, a ten and a half? And then being, like, like giving, even if they just, like, roll their eyes because they got to walk into the fucking warehouse and get on a fucking step stool, I'm going to go full goddamn Punisher mode on everybody that's a shit. I'm going to become, like, the Dexter for poor customer service. You're going to be a customer service social warrior. Social Customer justice Customer service warrior. justice warrior. All right. Uh, now back to you, Spence. What you got? What you got for me? I got some local news in Los Angeles. Uh-oh, here we go. Going gloves off. Uh, East Hollywood cops were recently called because they had to help a man get his penis out of the slats of a bench. A bench, you say? It was 72 years. The guy was 72 years old. He apparently tried to fuck a bench, got caught, and then used actual resources. I would at least call, like, and try to get a glass of water sent to me, cold water, so I could shrink my penis to pull it out of the slats. Yeah, but that's fair. This dude was fucking a bench. Dude, that's the thing. Is like, my not only cold water, but my dick shrinks when I'm embarrassed. So... The second someone notices that my dick is stuck in anything, my dick is no longer stuck in that thing. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, well, that's self-preservation. <laughs> that's some sort of Albanian you know, instinct. That just, that's, that's hill people, That's milk. ingrained in your DNA. That's my blood, that's son. That's good. feta and tomatoes, bitch. 
I'll, I'll escape from any situation, especially if someone catches my dick in something. But then, dude, I mean, dude, dude, he stuck his dick. I mean, beyond just how everyone talks about homeless people in LA, just crazy people. I don't think this guy was homeless. I think he was just a dude who had a home who stuck his dick in a. Oh bank. no, shit. Yeah. You know what? That's why it's a story. That's why we even heard about it. Cause I, how many people in Los Angeles are you willing to bet are trying to fuck a public feature? Every single day, and then this guy at least go outside the art museum and fuck like a hot statue with boobs or something, not well, a bench. I've been charged by a six foot tall black man that looked like Morgan Freeman when in his thirties, but yoked, but was uh, transitioning to be a woman and living on a tent across the street from my home, and uh, she charged me with like a twelve inch chef's knife. But, oh, that's but, cool. And nothing happens because there's no money to get out of them. But they'll give me fucking $40 for skateboarding on the Hollywood Boulevard for oh, yeah, public yeah. obstruction. I'm like, are you... F- are you? But there's money to get out of it. Back they, to the freeway this guy only being, got charged. being made quickly after the earthquake. It's How come you don't do anything? Well, where's their money? They're just going to give me, like, a broken toaster and... Uh... Yeah, well, that's the thing is, like, you want to say that, like, it's a... Like, that, like, there's some type of inherent problem where it's, like, no individuals are corrupt... Because like uh, they're, they're they're like it's it's a uh, particular on the money aspect, but it's like no no the government as a whole does that. It's like no it's it's money collected. Like oh we can squeeze something out here. Why the fuck not? And I'm I'm upset with it. I've had it. Well I'm upset. Yeah. I'm starting a Second Amendment militia. Multiple units had to come out to help a guy get his dick out of a bench. There and that was in East Hollywood. I used to live there. I took pride in my neighborhood. Was he gay? That's the problem with perverts, though, is he wasn't getting embarrassed. It's like where he should be embarrassed, yeah. he was actually getting more turned on. He was probably mad he had to, like, turn off his porn to call the cops. But, I mean, a bench that's... Get yourself... Hey, get yourself YouTube Red. That would hurt. You can uh, you could split screen it so you, you can still hear the audio. Well, I'm, I mean, they're just, biz- I guess, bizarre people who ruin neighborhoods. Everyone talks about, like, oh, graffiti and crime and litter but i there's creeps. a lady yeah creeps there was a lady for sure who lived next to me and every day she would fill a cat box full of water and throw a bunch of bread out for the pigeons so we live in like the most disgusting part of hollywood there are cockroaches everywhere there are rats everywhere and she's encouraging pigeons to hang out so every time i walked by i would flip the water out and i couldn't do anything about the bread i'm not gonna i mean i'm not a psychopath yeah. i'm not gonna sit and sweep up the bread and for a while, I was contemplating. I'm like, man, I should like pour bleach in this water or something. I'd rather kill the pigeons than encourage more of them. Oh yeah, yeah. Make it known as like a poisonous site for because the word will spread through body language in the in the bird and and rodent oh, they world. They were everywhere. Be- no, but that's the thing. It's like um, it was the circle of life down there. We came we came to cities so we didn't have to deal with this shit. And now people are trying to be like, oh, let's 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 feed the coyote. So like seven coyotes show up next week. Like this is still like fucking. They got they got cougars in Griffith Park. This is no joke. We came here to get away from nature. That's like actually going camping and like hanging a bird bag or a bear bag, like putting all your shit, hoisting it up in a tree, like eight feet and four feet, blah blah blah, all the standards, and then just being like, but whatever we don't finish from dinner, we'll just throw around our campsite in every direction to attract everything. It's like you're defeating the entire fucking purpose of what you're doing. It's upsetting, dude. And it's crazy people. They never they never had an ounce of uh, of real. You know what I mean? Yeah, crazy. For sure crazy. They, they're like, life's Spend tough because I live in the city. It's like, no, life's tough. Go, go live in the fucking woods for a week. Tell me how tough the city is. Sorry, what were you saying? 
Just weirdos feeding birds, sicking dicks and benches. Fuck them. They want to feel important. They like these birds like me because they keep coming back. They like I've. It's like no, the second like you if you die, and then that's not left out for two days in a row. Those those birds and those fucking rats will never even remember you fucking existed. No, they did not care about you. No, yeah, they just. It's not like food. Like your dog doesn't like you because you feed it. Your dog likes you, and then you feeding him is like a bonus. Like oh my god, oh you give me food too. You know what I mean? And all kinds of cute snuggles. And <laughs> snuggles. Ugh. All right, is that it for that one? Yeah, those people got to go. Those people, they got to go. And I'm, that's why I'm starting the the fourth empire of America. I'm going to, it starts at the, 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 the Sierra, what are they, the Sierra Nevadas. And we're marching all the way to Utah. And we're ethnically cleansing retarded people. Not, not actually. Only the ones not who scientific. give pigeons food. Yeah, not scientifically retarded. We're just we're Darwinists. That's it. There's only so many resources, folks. It's who we deem retarded, not the government. Yeah, not science and classifications. I'm tired of I'm tired of I'm tired of the government telling me who retarded is. I'll tell you who's retarded. My youngest sibling has a has a learning disability. Never called her retarded once in my life. You know who I called retarded. This guy who was taking too goddamn long when I was buying these beers I'm drinking. Mm. <laughs> Fucking animals. Your day has come. There's a reckoning. And I am Jesus. Whoa, whoa, whoa. From the mean part of the Bible. I you were going <laughs> to save Jesus for episode nine. Oh, Jesus. Hats off to Jesus. Yeah, you're cool. That's a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a little foreshadowing. All right. So where, where? Oh, it's my turn. Here we are. Oh, uh, I, here we go. Gloves off to these to fucking Instagram models who don't have photographers. What do they have? Like they're they're hot. No, less these hot chicks that run. If you have the more photos? than these chicks, it's like they're up in like the top like a hundred. You know what I mean? It's like I like I click on them and I've got like five friends that also follow this hot chick. That means they're popping. They got more like fifty thousand followers to three million followers. They're fucking hot chicks. I'm like, yeah, I just like to see that throughout my day. But when they, it's like that's a legit industry now. We've hit the point where if you're gonna be a hot chick on Instagram, hire a fucking photographer. Not in my society. I'm tired that's of. That's not a. That's not a job in my society. I'm tired of running, of running into like these bitches who uh, manage their own account, and then one one picture is like, hey, here's an, a waterfall going over my ass. Hey, here's me. Uh, like you can see my nipples through my white t-shirt, and then uh, oh, this is this is my niece. It's like you know my dicks in my hand. How many of your followers are women? You're not actually selling, like, facial products and fucking vitamins for your yeah. ankles. Don't bring us into your reality of your sister having a kid. We're, no one cares about your life. No one cares that you started an Instagram account for your fucking dog. No one cares about the fucking products you're trying to hook. You tricked, like, a pharmaceutical company or, like, a, a fucking a muscle farm or, like, a, some protein powder to... To be like, oh, this bitch has like 30,000 followers. Let's see if we get any dividends. And guess what? They don't because none of them rep a single product for more than six fucking weeks because they don't have any return on their sponsorship, on their product placement. It's upsetting. So I'm upset. You know your following is, your, is, is purely men. Purely so don't, don't put children. Don't put your fucking dog unless your fucking tits are resting on it. Or less you're like blowing it on like a that's not what I'm into, but some guys on Instagram. You can blow dogs on Instagram? It's not in the rules. It's not in the rules. Have you read the rules? <laughs> it's chicks. not in the rules. No, it's the same thing as YouTube. You can show you can't show tits, but you can show breastfeeding. You know what I mean? So these like 
these moms run these accounts of like, oh, this is how you want to breastfeed, or like, oh, fifth time today, and it's got like forty-eight thousand views. You're like, you think those are all moms? People think I'm controversial because my kid's four and a half and still <laughs> breastfeeding. <coughs> no, it's like people are like, oh, just a proud mom and don't shame, don't shame breastfeeding, blah blah blah. It's like, you're trying to pretend like ninety-nine percent of those views weren't fucking pedophiles wanted to see a fucking two-year-old suck it on your, your fat Hawaiian titty. Fat and Hawaiian. We, uh, I used to have a job and they did a, what was called a breast-in, where it was when the uh, breast, excuse me? breastfeeding controversy was big, so the grocery store invited all these moms to go breastfeed oh, in fuck. the deli area. And no. It was amazing because Get for like three weeks, every cook and butcher and person in that store was just salivating, waiting to see all these moms' fat, milk-filled tits. And so all it was was just a bunch of people creeping on them while they proudly breastfed their children in a Whole Foods. This just in. A Piggly Wiggly in local Sarasota Springs. Under controversy because of breastfeeding? Yeah, apparently some guys couldn't keep it in their pants. It was just far too much to see. How uh, great. <laughs> I've heard that thing before where people are like, fuck a steak. You know what I mean? People trying to improvise vaginas. A guy fucked a bench. I know. That's what I'm saying. Is But like more common is like when you, I tried a couple. Fuck I tried a to, steak? No, but I've, I've heard that. I've heard fucking a steak. I've heard like fucking a peach or a mango no. or like a jerking off with like an orange, you know, or a banana peel. Or like a a, a a a a a thing of peanut I've, butter I've with heard, with, a, with a with a medical glove inside out in it. I've heard the banana peel, definitely. It's just it's you know what I'm saying. A bench, obviously, but how hilarious would it be if you were just like breastfeeding? You're like, see, it's normal, and then everybody somebody catches the butcher wrapping a fucking cold cut around his goddamn hog, <laughs> just just like rubbing one the fuck out. Oh my god. What a terrible, what a god, that's one of the most terrible marketing campaigns. This is, goes back to my advertising callback. If that, if you fell for that fucking bullshit promotion, as we let, we had these chicks, it was just a bunch of dispense like, milk in the milk department. And the best, yeah, it was just a bunch of like young, hot moms who clearly didn't have day jobs because it was on like a Tuesday afternoon. I and you just fucking get, hate those. You people. get every janitor and creep in that whole store just. All of a sudden, taking their lunch break at the uh, same dude. time. I used to live up in Santa Clarita, California. It's where a Six Flags Los Angeles is. It's out in the suburbs, but it's fucking close. But they, uh, it's like Yuppieville, California. It's like it's where Weeds was shot and takes place. It's like based on those suburbs. It's like suburbia, suburbia, and it was more crowded at like 10 a.m. on a Wednesday than like drive time at four o'clock. Like people coming in and out of Los Angeles, or you know, it was fucking absurd because. Nobody had a fucking job because it was all one-income households and fucking rich people or gay guys or, like, people that work from home. And it was a fucking nightmare to go anywhere. And those people are the fucking dregs of society. They're fucking entrepreneurs and they're, you know, everything from an entrepreneur to, like, a fucking a gold digger. But it's literally the worst people on the planet you want to deal with that you have to, like, walk around in a grocery store or, like, fucking. It's the people who try to go make, like, a right turn from, like, the third to the left lane you know what i mean yeah it's my turn yeah they're just like oh i need to turn here it's like if you don't it's like bitch you live here you know if you go up a block you'll be able to make a right there and it's probably going to take you to your same destination what are you gonna you're not gonna make a u-turn just fucking you should have been in this lane when you left your fucking house 
But they'll fucking no, they'll ride all the way to the fucking mall. And they have no in the to left go. lane, and then they go right. No, and then you're a fucking asshole for honking at them. It's the dregs of goddamn society, and I'm, I'm I've had it with them. Fuck Santa Clarita. Fuck Santa Clarita. It's actually a lovely place. Oh, now he's defending it. No, it's he said actually, it's the worst place ever to shop and to be in and to drive on these dangerous streets. No, no, it's it's, it's a great place to live. Pregnant women. It's a great place to live if you have a, a job. But if you, if you're like me, I was I was waiting tables when I was up there. So it's like literally, like I, if you're working nights or you have the day off, it's like hey, I'm gonna go to the gym. It's like that takes 45 minutes, and then the people you're in the gym with is like. I don't know. I should actually go up there and do a recon just for for bonus content yeah, for the we'll pod. Get, they'll come back. I drove all the way to Santa Clarita. Let's go. Hey, no. You know what? Fuck that. I'm, I'm writing that down. We're going to do some Santa Clarita man on the street. We're going to go up there and film a half day, and you're going to see the people that we're dealing with. We'll see. I'm not, I don't even know if I've been. I mean, I've been to Six Flags, obviously. but It's like the people that want to live in Huntington Beach, but they're like, oh, it's so much nicer up here. You know what I mean? No, it's, yeah, it's affordable. It's affordable. It's very broy. Sounds hot. Everybody's dad. Everybody's on pain pills at like fifteen. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Never Kids mind. got BMWs. I and love bullshit. Santa Clarita. BMWs, <laughs> bros, and pain pills. Did we start with I me? Is this? In. Did we start with Instagram models? Uh yeah. We just got on a. These sons are talking about breastfeeding. And all the the wheels completely fell off. Oh fuck you. Fuck breastfeeding. Fucking milk it at home. And then uh, bring that juice to public. But I don't want to see your fucking nipple in public if I'm not allowed to bring my fucking, my male nipple out. You know what I'm saying? My penis. I'm down to see free titties in public. Dude, we used to have this joke whenever somebody was breastfeeding. When I was working at this undisclosed P.F. Chang's knockoff uh, at the, <laughs> the City Walk in Santa Clarita at the mall. They, uh, the running joke was, uh, oh, can I get you anything? Uh, maybe uh, like hot sauce, utensils, maybe some fucking manners. <laughs> It's just because it's like, it's like, I'm just, I, you got sections when you're serving tables. It's like, I'm going to hit 81 and 82, go back to the kitchen, then check on 83 because they've been seated for a while, you know, refill drinks, whatever. Then you get, you, you hey, I just set you at 84. And it's like, oh, okay, cool. Hey, folks, how you doing tonight? Ah, oh, that's a titty. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. At least no, get the, I, I definitely, like, yeah. I'm actually okay with it, actually. Now that I'm thinking about it in that position, if you warn the host to warn me. Like, oh, by the way, I'm going to have my fucking titty out. You know what I mean? Yeah. I would actually be less shocked, but it's like, I'm just a gentleman, and you're going to be like some fine-ass yuppie broad with your one-year-old, and like you got a two-year-old with you, and your fucking obviously rich-ass husband in his expensive suit, and you're like, let's go to the only nice place in town, and then it's, and then you're going to whip your fucking perfect titty out, and I'm supposed to like just be unfazed, like, this is natural. This is normal. No, you're allowed to be phased for sure. I mean, I've definitely come across tables in the mom's breastfeeding. The dad will give me like a weird look. Or one time I just walked up. She busted out like right when I got there. And I just said, obviously, I came at a bad time. And then she was completely <laughs> unfazed. <laughs> and he's like, no, we're ready to order. <laughs> so but I did say that out loud because, yeah, you don't. I mean, as much as breastfeeding is natural, it's, it's not something you I see. I got on a big a, family. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. basis. It's like I just spend an hour, like I gotta wash my hands if I ever touch anything. Like I've gotta like you know, there's certain things you do if it's been on under the lamp too long, blah blah blah. There's certain health regulations you gotta ask people about allergies, but then it's like, oh, you're just allowed to have your titty out, and I'm supposed to expect that in this environment. You know what I mean? It's like if you go to like a if you have a corporate job, you're working in a cubicle and they're like, Hey, hey, just uh like your boss walking by your door, he just like slaps slaps on the uh the doorways like hey, hey. Uh, a meeting in five, just let you know. And then you get there, and then, like, everybody's barefoot. And you're like, this is just weird. Like, this is a, not that environment. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right, so I guess you should breastfeed either not at all in public or do it enough where we get used to it. So start doing it more then, or or none at all. Yeah. None uh, of this middle ground. Squirt bullshit. it on pedestrians. I can't see. I can't see. Squirt it at people. Someone breastfeeding once every nine months. There needs to be more in of public. A, I'm from a big family. It really do does. It every the, day. the breastfeeding itself doesn't phase me. It's when people act like it's not seeing a fucking tit in public. That's what throws me off. And I've seen. I've lived in Los Angeles for fucking eight years now. <laughs> These goddamn. I've seen public titties. It's usually just on like. On the equivalent of like the female version of the guy that just pisses, stands on the curb and pisses into the street in traffic. You know what I mean? Just like the chick that's walking around one floppy ass titty out. But then it's just when it's just like, I don't know if I'm like in a waiting room for a dentist and you start breastfeeding. It's like at least announce it. Be like, hey, everybody, I'm going to breastfeed in like 10 seconds. You know what I mean? So I'd be like, oh, OK, I can acclimate myself. But this bit, if I'm just standing there, I'm like, is this bitch taking her fucking titty out? Like, what's happening? You know what I mean? Or at least say. Hey, I won't be offended if I see people just I staring said, hey, at me the whole time. What's going on? All right, so we. So anyway, Instagram models that, suck. Hey, wait, wait, one second. Uh, we went out uh, a little too much. Sorry, I'm catching up on the sound effects. We that, we went on a tangent. All right, uh, it's your turn, dude. What do you got for me? I'm gonna just keep it topical. Go hats off to. Uh, the cr- weirdest, yes. craziest Russian dude in hockey, Alistair Ovechkin, and his Washington. Oh, dude! I, I've winning been following a cup. him. Speaking of titties, during their Stanley Cup celebration on the ice, there's a video where a girl just went up to the front row. They're in Vegas. Took her titties out, pressed them against the glass, and it's all these players' greatest moments in their lives. Yeah. And then they see the tits, and one guy's like, "Whoa!" Like every single player just staring at her. Yeah, like, I saw a video of uh, he was there. He was doing a keg stand out of the Stanley Cup, like lapping oh, yeah. it up. And then I was like, "Oh, that's fucking rad. Good for him." And then the next video, I was like, "Whatever." Some other Instagram like st- shit you might like category. And then the next video is him and a couple other dudes trying to swim in a fountain, just doing like push-ups and like screaming and jumping hammered. Yeah, and just singing We Are the Champions. We the are the champions. No, I, I think he's taking the Stanley Cup celebration to a new level. Like, there are just photos of, and he's hogging the cup, which I love, because he's waited so long. Yeah. I saw this video a long time ago, and his like crazy Russian mother was like, I know you're millionaire, Alex Ovechkin. You're the cap- captain of this team, but if you don't win a gold, if you don't win a Stanley Cup, you're nothing. Yeah. And he just like, you must be a champion. She's an ex-Olympian. Her dad, his dad's an ex-Olympian. Won medals. <laughs> and he doesn't have shit. So I now must he finally has you. it. <laughs> Dude, he's being a goddamn psychopath. He's swimming in the fountain. Apparently, he just went on. He went to a restaurant in Washington and just stood on the roof, and was holding it up for everybody. This is this is. <laughs> This is what he Ovechkin's been thinking of since he heard that final buzzer. Oh, he nailed it. He was at a he was at a Washington Nationals game, and he was just holding it up in the audience like for like eight minutes straight. Like no one even cared at a certain point. And uh, then it dude. showed them, and they just all pounded beers. One guy, <laughs> one guy throw, poured a beer on another guy's head. Um, yeah, it's beautiful. I mean, he's really they're they've been raging for two days straight. Oh, that's what you love. Like, uh, hockey players are still the men of men. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Of, like, uh, like even in baseball, I think, I used to like some of those guys. Like, Jeff Kent was like that, where he was just, like, like just like a, a classic American guy. You know what I mean? 
but like, uh, I'm trying to think of a good one. Uh, like the like the glory, like a Nolan Ryan or like a uh, like a what's that dude's name that took acid or like oh, all yeah. these dudes back Doc. in the d- whatever. Fucking Doc. Don't Fucking know his last Doc. Name. Look up yeah. the documentary. Doc played for the Pirates. Look up the Doc. Doc. He uh. But he pitched a no-hitter on acid. There's all these guys, like, uh, what's his name that took, drank, like, 37 beers on, like, a domestic flight? <laughs> it's just, like, uh, there's so many, like, crazy athletes out there, and I feel like hockey's the last era of that's, like, keeping it alive. Like, Oh, they definitely are. They showed they showed Alex Ovechkin's pre-game dinner, and it's, like, three plates of pasta, six different Alfredo sauces, and a piece of fried chicken. Yeah. You would think, like, man, and you're the best athlete in the game, and you're eating this garbage, right? Okay, he's probably right been before. eating all right. He's probably, you know, he's on a probably a decent shit. That maybe his cheat meal or something. I think that's what he eats every day. Is it? No, there no. are just there are just people like that though. But I love that guy. I was watching a video of him way before he won a cup, and it was ba- him back home at Russia. He's like, I want to take you guys out, show you guys what I do, and then he just gets like two Russian models in his Lamborghini <laughs> and just goes to a McDonald's, eats lunch while everyone's like, Oh, Vetchkin, Oh, Vetchkin. because <laughs> he's in Russia. Everyone fucking loves him. <laughs> That's a fucking man, dude. He also made a great. He tried to play it off as a joke, but I know it wasn't. He was at a press conference right before the Stanley Cup final started, and he goes, Yeah, and then. Vladimir Putin called me today to wish me luck, and the whole crowd of reporters just goes dead silent because they hate Putin. And he goes, no, I'm just kidding. But it's like, oh, yeah, he definitely called me. <laughs> you got that dude on speed dial. And now you're doing keg stands with the Stanley Cup, jumping into fountains, pouring beer on each other at a could, baseball game. Could Ovechkin be a deep state operative? Mm-hmm. And then we were on to him, that's why he's partying too hard? I think he is. Even when he won the cup, he goes, now, what do you want? Like, how do you feel? He just goes, well... It's time for all the Washington fans to just start drinking beer because we did it. <laughs> <laughs> like he's just he's putting the word out. I think Putin has a big part in Bud Light because there's been a b- lot of Bud Light going on in the in the <laughs> capital celebration. It's, it's not I think they're just trying to sell beer. They're not trying yeah, to. Yeah. It couldn't be through the Capitals or through Ovechkin's personal sponsorship. It's probably Putin has a hand in Bud Light. I think Light. so. Yeah. I think he yeah. owns a large share. We should tell Nas. Naz is going to freak out if if he finds out that, that Putin's got a hand in the premium luxury champagne of beers. I think he'll like it. And, yeah, I'm, I'm taking that title from Coors. All right, Miller, too. <laughs> Where else are we at? Um, well, that's it. I'm just happy for the Capitals and that yeah, they're con- doing good, rowdy Stanley Cup celebration. Congratulations to the D.C. Baltimore area. I did read an article that they weren't technically allowed in the District of Columbia anymore because they've started – too many problems. Who? The Capitals. Why? For the time being. They've they've been evicted. Ev- ev- yeah. Ovichkid. From where they won the cup. <laughs> the cops are not happy with them. Why? Because the celebration's carrying on. I guess they're getting a little wild. They, oh, they're I guarantee showing up in these bougie political restaurants, just sh- yelling, "We are the champions!" A bunch of Russian, <laughs> bunch of Russian and Canadian goons wandering around with big ass beards, pouring beer on each oh, other. But fuck them! It's, it's yeah, fuck them. I'm I, yeah, I'm on the. It's I'm exclusive. On the team side. Like DC is like most people that most cities that have sports teams don't have another industry. Like Los Angeles, New York, Chicago, and like Philly. Uh, uh, DC are different, you know what I mean? Because like, not like a lot of people are there for politics, but for a normal city, like 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 Phoenix, you know what I mean? They're just like, if they win the World Series, that boosts the economy of the city for a couple years. 
Probably, yeah. But DC is like, oh, bougie and this and that. Not understanding. It's like, no, the fucking, it's, let the hockey team win. You know what I mean? And, and, the, and it's going to bring everything up in DC. DC's gotten dramatically better in the last, like, 15 years. Yeah, because of Alex Ovechkin. He's been there for 14 years. It's all hockey. Hockey solves right. everything. Hats off, Capitals. The white sport. Also, I, I, I beat the hobo in a bet, so he owes me money. So the hobo. that makes me like him more. Oh, dude, how insane. The hobo and the bingo. Let's sidetrack from that. Finn Jones, uh, national touring comedian, Finn Jones, he, uh, he had a, uh, a bet with Spencer and uh, William James Randolph Bingo the fourth, and he, uh, and he tried to give – so he had a bet with them. I'm not uh, involved in this whatsoever. So he asked me to hold $40, his end of the bet, and then give it to you the next time I see you, Spencer Calendar. And I refused it. And I, I told him, I, I told him like three times. I'm like, that is silly. Like I was trying to get him to explain it, and he's like, so he has it. So I was like, is the bet over? Like I don't know why money is changing hands. And he he wanted you to have it. To then have to give it back to him if yeah. I lost. Yeah. So that's I think that was my theory was that he just wanted to have to have you pay him more physical dollars at a specific time no he just knew he couldn't hold on to forty dollars for three weeks just have me hold on to it yeah and say and then when the bet's over tell me who to pay yeah and it's not fun if i do win the bet which i did <laughs> and i just like oh so i just get to keep that forty dollars i already spent exactly people paying me I don't, yeah. exactly that's yeah. there's no gratification in the bet there's no point of the there's no thrill of the gamble yeah. and i was trying to relate it to him he's like Ain't never in my life have I fucking heard of somebody trying to do this with his fucking slack-jawed nonsense. Stand up for yourself, ladies and gentlemen. All right, go Capitals. Fuck the hobo, I guess. All right. My hat's off. We'll end it here. Uh, is uh, chill-ass gang members. Better than the really mean ones. No, but that's what I'm saying. Up that's what I'm saying. It's like, you grew up in Los Angeles. I've had a few interactions with, like, real ruffians in my day. Like, Individuals that were big fans of Tom Fullery, and it's it's not fun. It is a fucking scary experience, especially if you're just like, if you're a guy, it's like I don't care if you know fucking karate. Anderson Silva is outnumbered by three guys. You know what I mean? Yes. You're fucking. It's just it's just a scary thing where you're just like your senses go up. I feel like I'm Jason Bourne, and I'm like, if anything happens, you run. I got this. Bubble. You're just like you're like I can't let him beat up my like if my girlfriend gets raped. That's like that's even worse. You know what I mean? But yeah. uh. Then you have to do something. But, like, when you also, like, if you get, I've gotten mugged with a chick before, and she's like, wow, you really pussied out. I'm like, it's me. What, do you have karate moves? Were you going to, like, Are turn you, to me? We were going to go she fucking. Said you really pussied out? Yeah. What a bitch. <laughs> exactly. But what if it's like, what, you thought we were going to go you back to back and do out, a, a fucking Shanghai Knights move, Shanghai Noon, talking Owen Wilson and Jackie Chan up and fucking just, like, interlock our arms and, like, circle kick each other, like, all the bad guys out of here? Like, these aren't henchmen. Like, these dudes have. If one guy's got a gun, chances are he's not the only guy. Here's my wallet. Can I keep my debit card? Because I'm going to cancel it in two minutes regardless. And he's like, no. Give me your phone, too, so you don't cancel it. Dude, but it's like another thing. But then when you get chill-ass gang members, when you're just like... I, it's, I've had it from everywhere, from like like just walking by, and people are just like, look at this, mo this these two white motherfuckers. Like just me and another comic walking somewhere. And you're like, oh, yo, check these fools out. And I'm just like, people actually say that? Like, this is, a, is this a fucking movie? And then, uh, and then one dude's like, nah, nah, chill, y'all. And I'm just like, that's the coolest guy in the group. You know what I mean? That's the most gangster guy of all of them. He's just like, nah, nah, 
y'all bringing heat. The one telling them, yeah. Don't yeah, be you know so what I mean? mean. Don't be so mean, guys. Come on, we got. We're about business. You gotta be nice. Well, it's like like organized crime, where it's like they didn't. They, they might dr buy drugs off us someday. So. But it's not. Yeah, but it's they understand their market, but all that. But it's like it's like smart business. You know what I mean? Like the mafia, like. As many people died in organized crime, very, very few of them were just like innocent public. You know what I mean? And even the innocents were like family members of people that were involved. Or at least they were fucking the guy or something. Yeah, yeah. It's but it's always just like no, they killed each other. Playing dirt, you're gonna get dirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you know even, you're even gang gangster. members, it's like you deserve to die. Exactly. But it's like when a, uh, somebody get like a little girl gets shot in a drive-by, it's like that's when it goes start going array. Where it's just like no, no, you had an intended target. I have no problem with you settling business scores. You know what I mean? That's not the way we do it in America. You should sue him for him stealing your crack money. But the government has made crack illegal, so no, you, now you have to shoot him to show alpha dominance. And and it's unfair. And, that, and then you need... It's like... Uh, and then little girls You need killed. that cool-ass gangster to come in and be like, nah, nah, don't, don't do that shit. Like, no drive-by, walk up on him personally. You know what I mean? If you're going to shoot a guy, you got to be willing to get shot. Yeah, I like those chill gangsters. One time I was wandering, I was with my friend, the one friend who gets made fun of by everyone, you know, kind of the bitch of the group. Fuck. And Are you talking, is this about me? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you weren't there. <laughs> it was my, it was my Mitchell mentor before I knew you. Oh shit. But uh, we're just walking to Long Beach, walked past, we were drunk on the way home, walked past a gangster party. And I said, let's go into this party. It should be fun. And, and I walked in. And somebody said, it should, it's going to be scary. And you said, it ain't nothing but a gangsta party. Yeah, yeah it's going to be fine. Party. Trust me. Once I let them know I'm from the same town <laughs> as them, they're really going to like me. But I walked in <laughs> with me and my buddy looking like we do. And I kind of got separated from my buddy right away. And I end up like there's a stripper pole in the back kitchen room. And there's a girl dancing. And this guy's like giving me, uh, giving me Hennessy, giving me a blunt. It was like the dream for me. And then after a while... <laughs> I go, I need to go find my buddy, and I walk over, and there's an empty seat on the couch, and he's like, hey, can I sit there? And this gangster dude was like, no, this seat's taken, and he just put his leg up on the couch. And so I think it's personality, because they accepted me very quickly, and then they punked his ass hard. He got no blunts. Yeah, yeah. He got no booze. He got to see no stripper titties. Mm -hmm. So they just liked me, and they were chill-ass gangsters. Yeah. But only to me, not to him. Yep. So That's circumstance. Yeah. Not only personality, was, but circumstance. Yeah. That's treat everybody like that country song said, like treat everybody as if they were an undercover angel. And you got to be nice to everybody or else God will hurt you. I don't know that country song. What if he's an angel? I just know low places and the one about that prostitute angel on a bus right. or something. I'm going to. I'm gonna, hey, Greg, Greg, did you get those photos we wanted to put up on the screen? No. All right. Well, uh, hey, Jeremy, how much time do we have? 55 minutes, give 50, or take. 55, goddamn. All right, I'm I wrapping think it's it up. Wrap yeah, it up give time. us maybe a little bit longer. That's it, we're done. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in to the Hats Off, Gloves Off. I uh, hope we didn't ramble on too much. I think we did, but it's okay. For you diehard fans, you're going to love it. <laughs> no, we're going for a high retention rate. We want real fans. We want retention rate. Well, we did a mystery hats off or gloves off because you thought it was Instagram models. But we're just doing gloves off to breastfeeding, I think. Yeah. I think that's where we landed. I think I think we're both gay. We <laughs> two things that disliked boobs, and I don't think that's right. 
Well, like I said, I'm down with breastfeeding in public. Just do it more often so we get used to it. No, if you're going to breastfeed, bring a megaphone, ladies, because we need to know about it before it happens just to settle our emotions. <laughs> you hear that? Ooh. That's the crowd giving us the outro. See you, folks. Bye-bye.